welcome to New Zealand Pubcast. Okay, welcome to New Zealand Podcast. Um, thanks very much there to the Go Team. Go Team. Go Team. Go Team rocks. Uh, they're easy, easily my favorite favorite city at the moment. Um, ah, yeah, no, they, they, they're great. Uh, they're from Brighton in the UK. Um, we will have uh, a link to their website on the blog if you want to have a, a look at that. Today on the show, we have Luscious Laura. Hello. And your usual host, Johnny. And Shifty Rob. How you guys going? Um, okay, well today we're going to be talking about, quickly, uh, Rainbow Warrior. Further developments, 20 years on. Uh, we're going to be you talking... You mean it's still going? Oh yeah, baby. Uh, we're going to have some uh, party poll news. Uh, is New Zealand the coolest place on the planet? Well first I guess, Johnny, um, what is NZ Podcast all about? Quick thing, quick rundown. NZ Podcast is uh, two foreigners... Two blow-ins from not from New Zealand, um, who are living in New Zealand, who have chosen to live in New Zealand, talking about New Zealand to people who are not in New Zealand. <laughs> I guess that's fair. And we're doing it in a pub. In a pub. Cruising different pubs around Christchurch. Yeah, we're coming to you today from uh, the Bohemian. Bohemian. Um, which is uh, just. It's a pseudo-Irish bar, though, isn't it? It's a kind of pseudo-Irish bar, yeah. The owner has a bit of a love affair going with Ireland. So, uh, I actually forgot that when we decided to come here. But, um, yeah, it's like they have Guinness here, and uh, they have lots of, uh, you know, you know the, the kind of the standard Irish pub signs plastered on the wall. Um, that's about as Irish as it is. <laughs> it's funny, though, because I have a, a, a poster there for Carnes. Uh, from Drogheda, which is uh, where I'm from in Ireland. Well, not too far from where I'm from. So it's, it's nice to see Drogheda has made it all the way to New Zealand. Makes you feel at home, eh? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it's great. So uh, yeah, so what are we um, banging on about this? All right, we're going to talk about party pills. Party pills. Well, I think first we're going to talk about the Rainbow Warrior, sort of visiting back the early sessions. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, the Rainbow Warrior. Already session nine. <laughs> session nine. Yeah. Anyways, Rainbow Warrior, what, what were you saying there? Okay, so the Rainbow Warrior, just in case you didn't know, was a Greenpeace boat Boo. that was uh, bombed in Auckland Harbour Yay. in 1985. Something that um, Rob actually uh, approves of. The reason why it was bombed was because the Greenpeace at the time was protesting against the French testing nuclear weapons on Pacific Islands. And uh, they were making a bit of an impact because the French government decided to uh, get their secret service guys to uh, basically bomb it. Um, unfortunately, they killed somebody um, who was like a... Yeah, that wasn't cool. One of the crew members. Um, the two guys were caught, arrested, and uh, tried and basically convicted of manslaughter. So that's the background. Um, so... Recently, we're coming to the 20th anniversary, or it is the 20th it's anniversary. 22nd, 23rd, 22nd, ah, over 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and TVNZ, which is one of the main TV channels here, they want to, you know, obviously have a big documentary about it, because it's a... You it's know, like Fox. 
Only not so evil, I guess, as Johnny would say. <laughs> well, it's like Fox and that. They're on the TV. That's about all the parallels from it's, the go. It's like one of the main channels. <laughs> it is one of the main channels, yes. It is. There's only three channels in New Zealand. There's only three uh, TV, yeah, TV, well, TV stations. But we have, what, um, about six TV channels, I thought. Free to That's true, yeah. We've only got an aerial on or rabbit ears on top of our TV. We got six, including uh, Canterbury Television. Oh, we don't get that. That sounds, you know, that sounds pretty good. Oh yeah, it's great. I mean, it's like a local TV. It's great. Um, but anyways, <laughs> anyways, we're getting, anyways. Off the, we're getting off the point here. Um, well, basically, um, TV NZ wanted to uh, show this footage of the two French guys. What are their names? I'll just find them there in a second. Uh, they're in court. Just, just. Pierre. <laughs> Okay, what their names were, um, well, Dominique uh, Puyot and Alan Mafarge. <laughs> Alan Mafarge. Spelled M-A-F-A-R-T. Mafarge. <laughs> now, I know that's not the proper French pronunciation. But that's but the best you're going to get from an Irishman. <laughs> but it's a lot funnier this way. But anyway, um, now these two guys are, are are quite well known in France. You know, they they were like national heroes They're when they came back. Yeah, exactly. They've both written books. But anyway, these two guys are basically trying to stop um, TVNZ from showing the footage of them pleading guilty to manslaughter in the in the New Zealand court. They just lost the battle. It, it, this battle has been going on for like uh, you know 20, 15, 20 years, which they just lost. And were ordered to pay two hundred or sorry two thousand five hundred dollars NZ dollars to TV entry for for court costs. So uh, we'll get to see uh, these two French guys. Now I don't understand what their problem was. I mean, why would they object? I mean, they were basically objecting on the grounds of privacy. That was the official line. But why do you think? Um, well, you, you think the issue's dead though? I mean, come on. I can see why. They're like, get over it. It's done. Yeah. Well, maybe they just don't like the spotlight. You know, maybe there's like people seeing them sit in the courtroom, sorry as dogs. Maybe they just don't want to see the goofy clothes they were wearing back in '84. Whether well, indeed their hairstyles. <laughs> well, we have a report. Maybe we'll uh, we'll definitely tune in and watch this thing yeah, and see what the fuss is about. Maybe um, you know, maybe they, one of them was caught like he was like twisting the other guy's nipple or something like that. And <laughs> we'll he, see how it goes. And he didn't tell his family about it and didn't put it in his book. And he's terrified it's gonna get out. <laughs> I'm just pure speculation here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean... Uh, but it's, it's pretty amazing that this is, like, pretty big news 20-some-odd years later. Well, I wouldn't exactly call it big news now, but I just think it's interesting. It's big news for uh, TVNZ. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, maybe. Um, I, think, um, I think Kiwis like to belabor things that involve themselves, you know, that makes them look... Important. Honest. Yeah, on an international scale. I think it's quite common for Kiwis, really. Well, I mean, um, I mean, the whole TVNZ argument in the court was basically that um, they were like, well, okay, it's like a privacy thing, you know, you're in court, and you know, you, you, not everybody has footage shown from their court case, but this is like New Zealand history, you know, it's it's like history in New Zealand, <laughs> and it was it was a it was a big big deal for New Zealand, you know what I mean? The fact that like, it was international terrorism done by a state. And if you think about it, it is fucked up, you know, the fact that the French could come over and just, you know, bomb at their will. I mean, the thing the French are pissed off about, it's not the fact that they were, you know, that they did it, it was that they were caught. I mean, I think, um, you know, I think 
you know, that's probably, it was just really embarrassing. Apparently, the Prime Minister of France at the time, uh, Mitterrand, he personally gave the order to do it as well. So really, it should be him that doing the time, really, wouldn't it? If it was his idea, it's his order. I mean, he just let these two poor, hopeless fucking spies take the flak. <laughs> oh. Well, the fact, the sad thing is, is that a guy actually died. Yeah, that is. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, they deserve all the shit they get, basically. And then, that's all I have to say about that. That's it. Well, that's uh, hopefully the end of uh, our discussions on Greenpeace, the yeah. weird-ass group that they are. Or champions of justice. You decide. Anyways, we're going to uh, talk about the party pill situation back here in New Zealand. Again, uh, revisit on an earlier session that we talked about the party pills. It's, it's like something um, the Americans... I think in America, this particular drug was banned outright as it soon is, as it kind of came on the market. It is banned. It's um, well, supposed to be the herbal high, the, but it, it contains the BZP. BZP. Do you, do you know how to pronounce that? Maybe um, we get Laura maybe get, to pronounce get, that. Get Laura. Benzylpiperazine? Benzylpiperazine. I have no idea. Okay. Oh, no, she does. She's an expert <laughs> on these things. That's why she's on the show today. <laughs> Anyways, the headline reads, party pill casualties down 50%. Wow. That's, yeah. good. that's well, good news. It is good news, yeah. It means that there's that's less... That's a misleading kind of, headline. Come on. Well, it's, it, all, all they're saying is that there's less kind of freaked out fucking teenagers in hospitals, basically, like, uh, on, you know, down, on last year. You know what I mean? So I read that, and I'm like, wow, that's, that's actually not that bad. Well, yeah, here, we, just explain to uh, people who don't know what a party pill is or what, what, what we're talking about here exactly. Hey, good idea. Yeah. That's a very good idea. Party pills, it's a herbal pill. Uh, it's legalized here, or it is legal here in New Zealand, but it's actually banned in the States. Yeah. You can't buy it. Um, again, it's, it's herbal highs containing BZP, whatever luscious Laura had gives, said. Gives, giving a similar kind of high to, say, ecstasy, basically. But they say that the, the downfalls of it is it leaves you feeling strung out, really dehydrated, and just... Yeah, a real bad come down. And they don't know what the long-term repercussions are for those things either. Like, there hasn't been much research on them. No, no, not at all. Um, that's the reason why they're still legal in New Zealand. That's, that, that is the actual <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, every time the government has to say, like, because there's so many people here that want to ban it completely. But the government says, well, we can't ban it on no grounds. I mean, mm. I actually respect the, the Kiwis for really doing that because they're not just going to ban it right just on based on hearsay. Um, which is like, which is what, ha what what has happened in every other country in the world. But you can walk down the main street here and go into a, a fully dedicated herbal high shop. And yeah. I mean, that's sort of. Well, you can you can find them everywhere. You can find them out in the suburbs. And they're cheap. Yeah, and they're they're cheap high. Cheapest chips. I mean, the thing is, okay, if you just take a regular herbal high and don't drink any alcohol and you you know just drink water all night, they're actually not that bad. You might feel a bit tired the next day, but you certainly don't get the same effects as you would from, say, an ecstasy company. Um, the problem is, is that most people don't do that. <laughs> you know, they'll drink like an awful lot of beer or whatever it is, or they'll take far too many, um, and you know that's where the, the bad buzz comes from. But I mean, certainly as a, a an alternative to ecstasy, which is very popular in New Zealand. But I mean, you know, you can pay uh, you pay like ninety dollars, you know, plus. To buy an ecstasy tablet in uh, in New Zealand. How much would a party pill cost here? Um, it's about thirty dollars for like four, I think. Um, so yeah, it's an awful lot cheaper. 
Um, but the thing is, if you if you drink on these things, man, you are going to suffer big time. Like, I, I do talk from experience. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I mean, the headline reading, oh, casualties are down 50%. The thing is, the studies have shown, if you read a bit further, it says that, okay, people taking the drug the first time, over 50% don't use it again because they don't like the effect of it. So yeah. that takes your whole stat right there. So well, 50% aren't using it anymore. So no one. Yeah. Really but no, no one's actually died from taking these things yet. Yeah. Um, but there's certainly. Know. Sorry. That we know of. That we know of. Well, I think it'd be Haven't pretty well. I think it would, I think it would be uh, yeah. I think it would be pretty evidence if someone did die from it because they use that as an excuse. You know what I mean? That would be uh, that would be really brought out. Um, lots of people have seizures. Um, you know, blackouts and just you know they basically have whiteies. You know what what we call a whitey is when you have a complete. <laughs> like you just die a horrible death, and you you know you probably pee yourself and vomit all over the floor. It sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, that's a good time. Out. Which is oh, that's a great time. Um, but uh, but no pee. one no one's actually copped it. No one's actually copped it yet. Like, so you know, uh, but I mean I have no Do you doubt think about that's it. That's what it's going to take though to to get a ban here in New Zealand. No, nah, I think eventually they'll come up with the scientific research to actually ban them properly. And well, I, think, you know, I think ten years from now we're going to think, oh my gosh, I can't believe. That was loud. Yeah. Well, it's funny, look, because, I mean, the whole ecstasy debate, um, like, in the UK especially, it's, it's, you know, ecstasy is huge in the UK. Funnily enough, not so huge anymore. Cocaine has completely taken over. But, um, you know, back then, everyone was saying the same thing. It's like, oh, we don't know anything about ecstasy. Um, we don't have long-term effects, blah, blah, blah. But we're now, like, kind of, like, 15 years, you know, since ecstasy has been kind of in the mainstream culture, like, and um, so far, no mad side effects. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like people, you know, we've had uh, certain examples of people coming out with, um, you know, it turns out that they've taken something ridiculous like 40,000 ecstasy tops and they should have died, you know what I mean, by all scientific evidence that we have about ecstasy at the moment, but in fact they're actually still alive. They're completely, utterly insane. Vegetables. Well, no, I wouldn't say vegetables, but, you know, they've got serious emotional problems. <laughs> but they're not dead. <laughs> Um, so just a real drain on society, really. Isn't well, I mean, they'd be better off then. Ah, oh, maybe. Um, the, the whole thing is, I mean, I know, I know quite a lot of people, um, especially in Ireland, that have been taking ecstasy regularly, like once a week, for an awful long time, and they're still okay. You know, they're not. You know, I mean, compared to you, you know, put ecstasy beside heroin or you know, um, pee or, um, you know. Any of these, you know, super amphetamine drugs. I mean, it just there's no comparison whatsoever. Oh, that's true. So uh, maybe with moderation, it's all right. That's it. Yeah, everything in moderation, except heroin and and, <laughs> and, and, and uh, amphetamines. <laughs> now, have you guys heard the ads on the um, RDU radio station here? Have not. They have. They advertise for party pills, like you wouldn't believe, like Big Mamas, you know, one of the shops here. No, I'm not actually that much of an expert. I've only, I've only taken them uh, a few times. And no. they've, they've, someone just gave them to me. I didn't actually, I haven't even bought them myself. <laughs> well, listen to RDU sometimes because they, they advertise it like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. But they do some smart advertising saying that if you're going to take party pills, then be sensible and don't drink. Or yeah. But it's very interesting because at the same time as they advertise all these party pill things, they're saying all the negative effects of drinking. There's probably just as many of those ads talking oh, about responsible sure. drinking. So yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, yeah. the, the uh, culture that's at the university right now. So RDU is the... It's the university radio station. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, doesn't that radio station only have like a bandwidth of, say,
I think uh, like uh, once you kind of like you know leave the city centre, you kind of <laughs> from the campus uh, party pill shop. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, I had a, actually I've got a friend of mine who used to DJ for them, and they're 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 a great radio station. Oh, I mean, they they, they play they play great yeah, music. They're not they're not like um, bound as by the normal laws of radio stations where you have to play you know Britney Spears ten times a day kind of thing. <laughs> Um, so that makes them a, a cool rock station, or a cool station. No, oh, it's a great radio station, great music. And you can get them all over Christchurch, by the way. Oh. It's a cool rock station for a cool country. <laughs> is that exactly. right? Exactly. Now that is a smooth intro into our next topic, eh? What cool is our next topic? for a cool country. Oh yeah, cool country, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. Um, well, we've debated this a few times, I suppose, on NZ Podcast. We have. How? Um, well, we, now it's been debated overseas. Well, it's well. Okay, another survey. Um, this survey was judged by a panel of 23 style experts from the arts, fashion, and entertainment sectors in the UK. Okay, so in England, basically. That's um, fashion. Yeah, so it's basically uh, considered a barometer of a brand's cool factor. We talk about a brand. We talk about countries in this case. Just sounds stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds like that French guy's you, name. It's like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> my fart? My fart. You it's leave Alan my fart alone. It's a my fart factor. <laughs> hey, now, come on. Alan my fart now is a perfectly respectable ex-French boy <laughs> who totally fucked up bombing the Rainbow Warrior. Anyway, embarrasses country and his people. And his culture. Anyway, leave my fart alone. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Um, okay, New Zealand is the world's coolest travel destination, according to some of Britain's most esteemed fashion police. Um, so, okay. I guess they really like the jandals and flip-flops with uh, the stubby shorts. I mean, I mean if that's not... Hey, baby. Here, I don't hey, know what is. I'm, not, I'm not trying to argue this. Okay? I mean, this is, I mean, there's been stories about this in um, Sunday Times in the UK and uh, in, the, in the regular Times as well. Um, yep, so New Zealand's is the coolest spot in the world to go to. Um, Morocco being number two, Fiji is number three, and Australia was in fifth place. I have no idea. It doesn't say. <laughs> Good background research there. If it said, well, they, I would know that. The, but Aussies, it the Aussies will be irate that, that the Kiwis are number one and they're relegated to number five. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a huge rivalry here, but to be less cool than a Kiwi, that's got to be the ultimate insult for a, Absolutely, yeah. For an Aussie. Especially. I think the Kiwis would be more insulted if Aussies came out on top. I don't think the Aussies really care that much. Oh, no, I think they do. I definitely think they do. Any Aussies I've ever met over here, actually in my life, have been um, pretty proud of the fact that Aussie, you know, in their opinion, um, you know, basically lords it over New Zealand. Like, I mean, um, you know, they really have that thing drilled into them from an early age. <laughs> it's like, you know, and like any kind of idea that you, I mean, they just kind of see Kiwis as like their little cousins, you know what I mean? And the emphasis on little there, it's definitely, uh, you know, and like the Kiwis, the whole rivalry thing comes from the fact that the Kiwis are well aware of that and they fucking hate that, you know what I mean? It drives them up the wall. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love the way they phrased the, the thing in the article. It's like, New Zealand edged out Morocco and Fiji for the top spot, leaving Australia wallowing in fifth place. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows you, eh? It just, it, 
I love it. There's the dagger and oh, just yeah, twist yeah, a yeah, yeah. It's like any country that exists besides another country. It's like, you know, the US and Canada, um, Ireland and England, you know. There, actually, England with everybody else. But, but you see, I think when you compare back US to Canada, I think Canadians are like, oh, yeah. I think this is more what you were saying, Luscious Laura, is like the Canadians would be more worried about how they stack up against the Americans, where the Americans are like, oh, yeah. Sure, whatever. Priority yeah. complex. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, um, the thing, the thing about it is, is, is um, you know, there is a rivalry there. It's only because the relations are so close. You know what I mean? I, I, it's, it's, it's just you can't get away from it. And when, you know, when it comes to like sporting occasions, especially, you know what I mean? That's when all the, you know, all the shit comes out then. Like. We really actually haven't touched too much in the sporting here in New Zealand yet, but we should at some point. We should. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's huge. Yeah, it's that, a big part of life. It's a big part of your life. It's a big part of the Kiwi <laughs> life. It takes yeah. up half the time on the news every day. I know, I know, I know. Ah, yeah, it, it's like we haven't we haven't done much on sport. No, I, I will admit it. But I mean, there's a lot of people in New Zealand who are just not interested in sport. There is, but you know what? It's it is a big part of life here. Okay. Yeah. No, I. We agree. will get to that. Anyways, coolest place? Do you think it's the coolest place on earth? Oh, I like it. It's coolest good. place. Well, I mean, how long have you been here, Lauren? Mm, almost three years. Three years. Mm. So, had you been to New Zealand before you've been here? Yeah, I've been here about ten times before. Okay, so you like you got a family connection, or? Yeah, yeah. But no, it's it's good. I wouldn't say it's the coolest place on earth, but I'd yeah. say it's one of the best places to live in the world. You think? Yeah, great lifestyle. What would you say um, is the, the top reason? For oh, I think it's laid back, and you don't have to. It's just not the same stress that you get in most other countries. You know, things are pretty pretty slow moving, and so I think that's the best part. Would you say like slow moving in a bad way or in a good way? No, a good way. Yeah. Yeah, no, people are people just seem to have a bit more time here for. No one seems to care about work as much as the rest of the world. Yeah. No one cares what you do for a living here. Well, it's like would you not say it's more the fact that it's. Um, you know, work isn't as much of a priority mm. for Kiwis as it would be for, say, you know, I don't know, Europeans or Americans. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Um, I mean, work is obviously a big focus of most people's lives. As, you know, you can't get away from it. But I think it's, you know, people don't see it as, it's you know, the be all and end all of their day. Exactly, yeah. That's what I like about it. So, what would you say is the most um, negative thing? Or just the thing that kind of gets on your tits. <laughs> nice expression. Uh, probably oh. the opinion of women. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John. Um, <laughs> Christ. I don't notice it as much now, but when we first moved here, I couldn't believe what they'd say about women on the radio stations here. It's still, it's still a bit bad. I've never, I've never noticed that before. Mm. I think the opinion of like mums and. And their role in society is pretty, pretty minimal here, which is unfortunate. Well, I mean, I would have said the absolute opposite. Um, I mean, I've never seen women on a building site before, um, and you see them here all the time. I mean, you see women, you know, digging holes in roadworks and. Oh yeah, I mean, I think they're they're certainly considered as capable, but not at the same level in society. Really? So you guarantee those women are harassed day in and day out from the guys, and it's just a part of life. Whereas I know in North America, they'd probably be slapped with sexual harassment suits left, right? And so. Right. So. Well, and just despite the fact that like 
as a female prime minister. And well, I mean, yeah, there's all those things, but <laughs> <laughs> overall, <laughs> I think the general opinion of women and, and mums and, and that, that whole role in society is as respected as it is in other parts of the world. Wow. Although it's changing, I think it's changing. Yeah. I mean, I honestly got I am surprised. I mean, I don't want to disagree with you. I mean, but you are. Experience. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody has their own experience. Um, you know. Sorry, we're getting summoned by the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I left my card behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, God. Put another round on that one. Christ. Maybe you did. Well, that's, uh, that's another example of... Kiwi honesty. Kiwi honesty. The guy just gave me my card back. I stupidly left it cash. behind the bar. <laughs> My God, um, it, it's it, I've just never heard a, a, a Kiwi girl ever say that. You know what I mean? Um, well, they don't know any different. Though. Yeah, I suppose, but that's probably why exactly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. I think you can see it in the wages for women. Like uh, female-dominated professions, there tend to be you know, they're less valued here, and the wages reflect that a lot yeah. lower than the rest of the world. Well, that's definitely a worldwide phenomenon. Mm, yeah, that um, seems to be more pronounced here. Yeah. I mean, I know that's a that's a major thing in Ireland. I, I know that for sure that uh, women definitely do get paid on average. Even women that are doing the same job, um, they get on average paid like five grand, six grand less than their male counterparts. Like so, um, no, definitely. It probably has something to do with the fact that Canada, at least, is very. It's probably gone too far the other way. They're yeah. going to be very, very PC. And when you come from that to this, I think you know this more. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, this is this is great. Great to have um, guests Chick's on. Chick's perspective. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said that there, Thanks, not Dolph. me. Says, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you shouldn't worry your pretty little head about it. <laughs> Leave all the thinking to the man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We're gonna get kills here. Actually, before we do wrap it up, we. Uh, uh, we're at a time. Are we at a time eventually? We're, we're getting pretty close there, so we think Christ. we should um, give a shout out to um, to one of the emails actually that we got through here today. It says, "Hi lads, I went to Christchurch from uh, January until the end of April and tossed a few pints back at the Temple Bar and neighboring pubs. I had no idea that I could have been recorded on your podcast and had my voice beamed around the world. If I had, I would have definitely been much louder and more profane. Well said. Well said." Now that I'm back in the States, and uh, as much as I'm enjoying autumn in Boston, your description of the warm weather in Christchurch sounds mighty tempting. It has me pining away for a splash in the waves in Akaroa and, or up at Rabbit Island. Keep up your properly lubricated discussions and hoist up mind of Montes for me. Cheers, Chris. P.S. If you slow down on the points, you will realize that George Bush is, in fact, the devil. Well, thanks for that, Chris. And uh, yeah. Well, well, wait, well, let's have a, let's have a quick a clink clink for Chris. Or Chris, wait for Chris. Go go go. I think um, I think though, Chris, if you do want to come back, um, Johnny Dodge's got an extra wide uh, couch that you can crash out at. Oh yeah, no, uh, thanks for thanks for that, Chris. Um, yep, you're always welcome to come and stay in our gaff um, when we're back in Christchurch. Yeah, the weather actually turned a bit shit this week, which is a bit fucking a bit of a bummer. This was a bit colder, but it's still sunny, so we're all good. We're all good. All right. Well, I think we'll leave it there for this week. 
Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for the new people who subscribed. As always, uh, what, what's our musical outro? Musical this outro week? would be. Um, what's that? What about your website? Your oh, yeah, yeah. We never. Oh, well, shit. Jesus uh, Christ. We never did that. Johnny Laura, have like, a woman what? here to keep you in order. <laughs> Good job we have you here, Laura. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Well, I guess if you do. Laura, you do, you do, the, you do our email address. That's your email address. It's. <laughs> nzpubcast at gmail.com. Beautiful, good, beautiful. And the web or the uh, blog address there, Johnny? Is uh, nzpubcast.blogspot.com. Got it. No oh yeah. So yeah, leave us a comment, send us an email, um, let us know where you are in the world. Um, we'll happily do a shout out for you. And um, yeah, I guess is, is it okay now, Laura, to uh, to do the outro? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, uh, this week I just want to make it clear that I am not a sexist person, <laughs> despite what way I've been portrayed in the media. <laughs> okay, we got uh, the Black Seeds, so true, from their album On the Sun. Have a listen, and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Nice one, guys. Thank you.
soul 